It is Sunday, March 11, 2018. This is the Father of the Year podcast, and I am your host, the Internet's favorite dad, Bottle Rocket, and I am here to talk to you about things that are happening on the Internet. That in the background is my dog. He's whining and ringing a bell to go outside while I'm recording this podcast. I'm recording a podcast, puppy. What is up, everyone? Coming to you this weekend on a special Spring Ahead Daylight Savings Time episode of the podcast. By the way, this is the 26th episode of the podcast. I'm very pleased to be still creating podcasts for you to listen to. And I'm always very, very uh, happy to get feedback, you know, when I'm late, when I'm late posting or if I'm not coming out with a podcast. People will always reach out and send, you know, messages Where's the podcast, buddy? What are you gonna you quitting on us, pal? You know, very heartwarming messages that make me feel good about producing this content. So that's what keeps me going. All of your messages. Uh, today is the dreaded. Are, is your are your kids going to be able to handle the time change part of the year? Uh, my kids up in Adam very early. I slept in. I was I was able to sleep in, and I was very. Happy to be able to do that. My wife was is such a uh, a saint when it comes to letting me sleep in every other day. We we take turns getting up with the the new puppy, so today was my day to sleep in. By the way, um, opening music is the rookie from the Chainsmokers. This is one of my songs from back when I used to vlog. I used to do this everyday vlog. Some of you guys have followed me for a long time. Remember that. A few summers ago, I did a vlog every day. I vlogged every single day of my summer vacation to show everybody what it was like to be home on a summer vacation with your family. And uh, this was my opening song. I went back to that, went back to my roots, and just for, you know, just to mix it up, just to shoot a little bit of adrenaline into the podcast, a little upbeat music at the beginning of it. Um, But, you know, I'll go back to my my other music uh, next week probably. Um, what's going on? What is, what's happening? What's happening in the world? What do we want to talk about here? Um, I chaperoned, uh, my, my daughter's field trip this last, uh, Friday. Took the day off from work and, uh, personal day. Okay. I didn't call out sick. I don't, I don't bang out sick. I don't do that kind of, that kind of stuff. My job's too important to be banging out sick. Um, but took the day off was able to, uh, we, we went into the city, to Boston, to Harvard, and we were going to the, we went to the Harvard Museum of Natural History Museum. And I was, you know, they reached out and asked for chaperones. I said, absolutely, because that kind of stuff is, is exciting. I love to, I love to be included in chaperoning. But let me tell you something, um, and this is, obviously I'm a little biased, but Teachers don't get paid enough money, in my opinion. And obviously, being a teacher, I feel weird saying that. But when you take yourself out of the teaching position, you put yourself into a chaperoning spot with, you know, watching other people's kids. And, well, I do that every day anyways. But watching my child interact with other kids and watching how the school goes about their business, uh, it 
it's exhausting. It was taxing, exhausting, but it was exciting. Um, first, you start with the yellow buses. You got to take these yellow buses on the field trip. Now, I haven't been on a yellow bus in I can't tell you how long, and the yellow buses are not comfortable. They're designed for little kids, so there's no leg room. So I had to sit like sideways. Um, at first, I was sitting with some kid I didn't know. I didn't, you know, I didn't really like that. So I kind of moved around and, and pretended I needed to put my bag out. So there was no other place to sit. Very selfish of me, uh, but that's my brand. That's what I do. And so I got my own seat, but I had to sit crooked. I brought my headphones, okay, because I was just gonna dive into podcasts on the way there. Uh, my child obviously forgot her headphones, so being the father of the year, I let her borrow mine. Uh, so that left me with no headphones, so that left me open to conversation, which is never a good thing. So I was, you know, talking to a few kids, you know, about what are we going to do, what are we going to have for lunch, stuff like that. Um, but that died off pretty quick. And thankfully, these kids also brought their headphones and they brought their devices and they listened to music, they watched Netflix. I don't even know what they were doing. I wasn't really paying attention. But the buses themselves, extremely uncomfortable, very bumpy. Um, no leg room. I already covered that. On the way home, they started singing. They were singing an alphabet song. And I don't know why, but they continued to do that all through Boston. Um, the funny thing is, is that I was so tired from chaperoning this field trip that I fell asleep on the bus. And I never thought in a million years I'd be able to close my eyes and shut it down on a school bus full of like 45 kids screaming and yelling, fifth graders. And I did. I was so happy with myself. I'm not a, I'm not a big sleeper on in car rides. On car rides, I, I'm always too paranoid that we're going to crash. So I can't sleep. I just can't shut it down. So I pulled my hood up. I, you know, I secured my hood so nobody could see my face because you know when you sleep you, you make weird faces like your mouth you sometimes you drool sometimes your mouth hangs open and kids like to take pictures and put it on the internet and things like that so I had to make sure that I was not opening myself up to any internet pictures of any kind any embarrassing pictures so I covered my face up with the hood yanked the cords shut and I fell asleep for 45 minutes I was so proud of myself I woke up right as we pulled into school and I was like I fell asleep I told everybody nobody really cared they kind of said, wow, that's great. Good for you. I hadn't taken a nap. Like I, I say this all the time. I haven't napped in eight years. So I haven't taken a full-fledged nap. That I consider that a nap. I'm chalking this one up as a nap. I was able to shut it down for 45 minutes. And it was really, I'm really proud of myself. Anyways, back to the field trip. Great museum of history. I don't know if anybody's familiar with the Harvard Museum of Natural History. A lot of fossils. Um... A lot of uh, skeletons, a lot of rocks, a lot of minerals, you know, tons of cool things to look at. Uh, the fifth graders are so cute. They had their little, uh, they have their little assignment. And so they get in there and they start answering questions and they're so into it. And I just can just imagine my seventh graders, I would have given them an assignment and they would have been like, yeah, okay, okay, pal. We're on a field trip. We're not doing, we're not doing work here. We're not here to work, buddy. Um, but the fifth graders, they get right into it. They did all their work. It was great. It, the thing is, it was like four or five different, you know, classes, but there were other schools there. So you get to see, like, I kind of sat back and I observed other schools and I observed other teachers and, and, uh, of chaperones. And this is right up there with, I, you know, we don't get paid enough money. Teachers don't get paid. These kids, some of the kids running through 
the, the, the museum. Now, the museum has glass everywhere, glass cases of, of rocks and minerals and warning signs. Do not touch. Do not lean against glass. Kids are, like, playing, like, from other schools, obviously. Um, you know, my, my daughter's school, very well behaved, okay? I'm not going to send her to a school that they don't behave, okay? This, I'm the father of the year. Just remember that. So... Kids are running around. They're like playing tag with their, and I wanted to jump in and be like, "Put your phones away, guys." They're they're the FaceTiming, playing tag behind exhibits, um, taking pictures of other girls. Like it was the weirdest thing. And just thinking to myself, you know, we, we don't get paid enough to to deal with this kind of stuff. But you know, I I kind of just turned my head. I couldn't couldn't deal. The teacher and me wanted to tell those kids to put put the devices away, pay attention to the adult. But uh, I kind of I kind of let it go. Um, the gift shop, what a racket that is! I I I tweeted something about the gift shop too. Um, gift shops are the biggest like highway robbery. You, you they didn't, by the way they had two gift shops, so they got all these cool things out, all you know priced triple what they should be priced, and of course a kid that walks in with any type of money, you know mom gives them ten bucks, mom gives them twenty bucks, mom gives them five dollars. You don't have to spend it all is the, is the key word here. The kid has to spend it all. There was a little girl in my group. She bought two stuffed animals. We don't even know why or, or who she was buying them for or what they were for. Or, but you, you know, and at that moment, that child needs that gift. But they get home, that, that, those stuffed animals are going to be put to the side and they'll never be used again. So that's the thing. Kids, when you give them money, they have to spend it. No matter what. Nobody walks into a gift shop and says... Boy, these this seems really overpriced. These kids they, they don't they don't do that. They have to spend their money. And they spend it on whatever it is that catches their eye within that three seconds of walking into a gift shop. Um I'm you know, I bought my daughter a pencil and it's like this is you know, you'll use this pencil and that's it. You know, have fun. It said like the Museum of Science or something on it, so have fun with that pencil. Um, what else did we want to talk about the chaperone? It, it was just fun. It was nice to get away. It was nice to spend some time with the family, with my daughter, and uh, as a parent and not a teacher or um, somebody who was in charge of of everything. Um, but highly recommended the the, the Harvard Museum of, of Natural History in, in downtown Harvard, Boston. Uh, what else? What's trending this week that we want to discuss? Uh, there was a woman I just saw this morning on Twitter. There was a woman... There was a bar or a nightclub shut down in Miami, Florida. There was a woman on a horse in her underwear, driving, like riding this horse around in a nightclub. Now, animal cruelty, we're going to get that right out of the way. There's animal cruelty. The poor horse is, is petrified. doesn't belong in a nightclub in, in Miami. It doesn't belong in a nightclub anywhere, first of all. Uh, so she's going to get locked up for that. Second of all, I want to know, like, how does this... How, does it, how do you get a horse into a nightclub? How do you get a horse anywhere but Miami Beach? How do you get a horse into a nightclub? Nobody saw someone walking with a horse outside and then maybe put their hand up. It was like, eh, I don't think they want horses in here. I don't think horses are a good idea. Like, how does this happen? How, how did the horse get by all these people and have people actually believe that having a horse in a nightclub was a good idea? They, like the bouncer, did the bouncer like allow, yeah, you know, the bouncer usually lets girls in and they're like, oh, horse, all right, let's go, you know, go ahead, go through. Or does the horse have like money, like the person bringing the horse in have like a bunch of money 
and they're like, they slip the guy a 20, like, keep this on the DL. And the guy's like, yeah, let's do this. And then lets the horse in. I don't get it. And how, why, who was the girl in her underwear on the horse? Is that her horse? And she's like, I want to bring my horse out. Maybe the horse is like dying or something. And the horse is like terminally ill. And then she's like, I want my horse to experience a, a nightclub before they pass away. And so this is going to turn into like a movie situation. It actually does sound like a movie. Uh, actually, it sounds like a really good movie. Um, so the horse is like, thank you. I was finally able to experience a nightclub in Miami. Um, second of all, third of all, I don't know what number I'm on, but I see a horse. Like, imagine you get caught on camera like, you, honey, I'm just going out for one drink. I'm just going to go for a drink with the guys. And you're on camera with a horse and a girl in her, you know, underwear, like, you're never going to get out of that. There's no, my wife would, would own me for the rest of my life if I'm caught on TV, or I'm caught on video, or I'm on a video on Facebook, having a drink next to a horse with a girl in her, in her, in her underwear. Like, I'm dead. So if I see a horse in a nightclub, chances are you, you need to get out of there because it's going to go viral. You need to seek a safe haven and get away from anything that anybody who's going to take video or pictures because that's not a good situation. Um, also, what a story that is when you get home. Well, so, hey, honey, how was it? Well, it was pretty good. Um, there was a horse at the bar being, you know, driven around, being ridden around by a girl in a bikini. So... Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty wild. My wife would think I was on drugs, some type of drugs. Um, what else is trending? Toys R Us. I just read on Scary Mummy there was an article about Toys R Us possibly closing up shop, closing their doors, um, which is a sad situation. I guess they just can't keep up with Amazon. They can't keep up with competitors like Walmart. I mean, Walmart's just crushing everything, basically. Walmart and places like Target, as much as we love to go to Target and make jokes about Target has, yeah, Target has everything. Of course Target has everything because they're putting everybody else out of business. So Toys R Us, it, it hurts because as a child growing up, child of the 70s, 80s, I like to call myself child of the 80s because it's kind of a little bit more true than 70s, but the Toys R Us is where you went as like a pinnacle of your week. Like if you're good all week, you're a good boy all week. You get to go to Toys R Us. You get to go shop. And I just remember the giraffe outside. His name was Jeffrey, I believe. Jeffrey the giraffe. And that was the, when you saw that giraffe, it was the coolest thing ever because you knew you were going to go into Toys R Us and you knew you were going to come out of there with a nice shiny new prize or a new toy. And that was the pinnacle of your week going in there. I remember my mother used to bring us into the one in Florida. And now without that, Toys R Us, these kids, they don't really have, you know, my daughter's like, hey, let's pick this thing up on Amazon. Like, she doesn't have an Amazon account. She doesn't have a credit card. So, you know, you can't spend your own money on Amazon. So the closest thing she has to that is like going to the bookstore. She's going to go to Target. She doesn't have the Toys R Us with, with it. Literally, toys. the old Toys R Us had everything you wanted as a kid. And as they got, as we got older, when I the customer service in our local Toys R Us is so bad, you go and you can't find anybody to wait on you. You can't find and you gotta ask a question. There's no one around. They got a bunch of kids working in there. No one really cares about what they're doing. When you find somebody, they have no personality. They're always trying to sell you some stupid club or whatever that that you don't really pay attention to. You get one of those Toys R Us reward cards. They give you nothing. 
for a reward. They give you like a coupon or some stupid thing that you're never going to buy. It's just not the same. So you got you to gotta imagine that they're going to go out of business soon because of places like Amazon, because Amazon has everything. Amazon's going to deliver. And, and now I'm, I'm the biggest culprit. I see something from my dog on Amazon. I buy it because I know it's coming in in two days. And I don't have to go into a store and buy it. I don't have to go to Pet, Petco to get it. I get it on Amazon, boom, two days. Oh, look at this nice little shiny thing that I bought two days ago. This is perfect. Two days is not an eternity. It's, it's, Amazon Prime is the greatest thing ever. And I feel bad because I'm, I'm giving Amazon my business. And I'm putting out these other stores from our childhood that aren't going to make it because of it. So it's like rocking a hard place. Um, so Toys R Us, hopefully they don't close all their doors. Hopefully there are a lot, they can keep some of the stores open. Um, but who knows? We're waiting for another storm. And this is, this is the life of the New Englander. You get, you get nailed by snow. It's funny because this, this winter has been, January has been awful. So we've been walking around in January. Wow, this is a, this is a really bad winter. This is one of the worst winters in, in record that I can remember. And then February comes, and it warms up to like 70 for like a couple days. And for a week, it's 50. And we're like, wow, this is a really warm winter. This is a really cool winter. I could handle one of, the, I can handle another one of these winters. And then March comes, and we get hit with a nor'easter last week, which thankfully we didn't lose any power. And now we're getting hit with another 6 to 12 inches on Tuesday. No, the teacher in me is watching these weather you know, the weather very closely, the parent also very closely. I don't want any more snow. I don't want any more snow days. As of, as of right now, my school district goes until Wednesday. Now, if we get another one Thursday, we get another one Friday. I'm good with Wednesday, guys. This is enough's enough. And, I, and if you listen to this pod, you know I love my snow days. I love my days off. But I want to also get out in June as well. I don't want to start pushing into J- July and taking vacation days away. Um, so enough's enough. Uh, we're waiting patiently. It's going to probably happen Tuesday, so we'll see what happens. But I've had enough of snow. I want to see the ground again. We saw the ground in February. I loved it. Get outside, do a little bit of yard work, do a little bit of raking, knock it out of control. My neighbor down the street, he already he already trimmed his bushes perfectly. I mean, the place is immaculate. He raked his yard. I drove by. I kind of gave him a little head nod because that's what we do in the neighborhood. You kind of you got to you got to tip your hat to the guy who gets out in the yard in February. And rakes it, rakes it, and trims the bushes immaculately. I'm uh, in, in, deep down inside. I'm jealous. I want to be out there doing that. I don't have the, I don't have the uh, the energy to get out there in February. I'll be I'll be out there sometime at the end of August cleaning the yard up. Um, that's a joke. It'll be a lot earlier than that. But anyways, snow's coming, so that sucks. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, that's. I want to go to the my my reviews. To end the show, um, I, I mentioned a couple weeks ago, please, I put this on Facebook, please go and review, leave us a review, five star, four star, whatever you feel is, is necessary, but the only way I can stay on the kids and family channel on iTunes is by getting reviews and getting listens and subscriptions and things like that. So if you know any parents out there that want to listen to a good family-friendly podcast in their car for 20 minutes a week then I'm your guy. Share the podcast. Uh, this review comes in from Scrubtastic, February 25th. Uh, very recent. I hate kids. Okay, so Scrubtastic does not like kids. Um, that makes two of us. He says, so weird. I hate kids, but I love this show. Oh, thank you, Scrubtastic. Oh, how Bottle Rocket warms a hardened heart. All right, so Scrubtastic hates kids, 
but I'm bridging that gap to uh, make him like kids. That that's why I'm considered. That's why I should be considered Father of the Year for 2017 and 2018. I need to bring the award back. I need to know. I need to know when the award ceremony is so I can go. But uh, thank you, Scriptastic, for the kind words. That was very nice of you. That's going to be our show this week. I just want to remind you, if you want to have me talk about a topic, if you have any questions about parenting and the internet, if you need to know what's going on, tweet me at the Father of the Year podcast. It's F-O-T-Y podcast on Twitter. And you can also tweet my main account at Bottle Rocket on Twitter as well. And I'm hoping to get back to you this coming Friday. If I don't, I want you to have a great week. I want you to have a safe week. And I will talk to you soon. Deuces, we are out.